All right. <clears throat> Everybody ready? Yep. <laughs> Pump is primed. Time to bring the funny. Oh, shit. Three, <laughs> two, one, go. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your podcast about the podcast Too Beautiful to Live and also a lot of other things in the temporarily upgraded day job studios in beautiful, safe Brighton, Boston, Massachusetts. I'm Bobby Pape and joining me on this final Friday catch-all edition of the show from the Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room at the ranch in Manchac, Texas. It's Mike, the jail dude for Zell. Good evening, Mike. Uh, it's always good, good time for a night hunt. Yeah, we're overdue for one of these. Blind studios. Yep. And in the Neko Wafer Conversation Hearts High Security Stockpile Headquarters in <laughs> Linwood, Washington, it's Christy Wise. Good evening. Nice lady. Hello. And in the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, the city that works for you, it's Anne with a plan, Lundholm. Good evening, Anne. Good evening, Bobby. Have you gotten the report on the well water for New Brighton yet? Still poisonous. (laughs) I just can't believe we've made it this far uh, without exploring your city slogan. I had no idea there was one. Well, it's the city that works for you, according to Wikipedia. Wow. You can kick back. All right. (laughs) This is a final Friday roundup edition of LRB. We're going to go through our mailbag. We're going to talk about some topics that have come up that we've been meaning to get to for a while. But before we do any of that, Anne has an announcement. And since I have no idea what it is, uh, I think we should throw it to you, Anne. I'm pregnant. No. <laughs> like to announce... I even know what it is. I but... knew it. <laughs> I know what the announcement is. And when you said it like that, I was like, oh my God, she might be pregnant. <laughs> I know it. Justin and I are extremely happy. Mm-hmm. Which Justin? Oh. I'll leave up to you guys. It's triplets. <laughs> so many Justins. I'm thinking Justin Morneau, former first baseman for the Minnesota Twins, maybe. Oh, He's a yeah. little younger than me, but. I can dig it. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm not pregnant. Um, <laughs> thank you God. Can, I was going to say, you can say it with more joy than that. No <laughs> offense, parents. We can all be happy about this. Nope. I have an announcement. I don't know. Christy, would you like to make the announcement? I think you should. You did all the work. Last week or the beginning of this week. I don't know. Time is a blur. I submitted my 40th week of archiving for TPTL. Insert fanfare. Woo! And so we know oh. what that means. Mike owes her a cheese party. Ooh. So, Mike. Wait a I second. Just... Wait a second. <laughs> I've been looking at the weather Do we forecast. have oversight on this? Has, has anyone been auditing this process? <laughs> yes. Um... I can give you the weeks if you want. I have a spreadsheet with every week in it. 
So I was looking at the okay. weather report here. If I think that if you yeah. could, I mean, it's a little short notice, but Wednesday, January 30th, the high is going to be <laughs> minus eight degrees here. So I think that I don't would think, be an excellent I don't time think we'll for be a out of party. committee until probably late March, early oh. April, oh. which, mm-hmm. which means that sentencing doesn't come in until about <laughs> early June. And then sometimes they take a few weeks to pick you up and take you there. So, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. I would say just just, you know, keeping expectations where they should be July, mid July, oh. late, late, mid, think, huh? early August, July, late. Yeah. <laughs> it's already in August now. <laughs> well, I mean, Mike, the good news is you don't have to worry about hypothermia on your feet. <laughs> You don't even need to get snow boots. I'll be the only person outside screaming, I can't feel my feet, and no one has any sympathy for me. You will have to worry about your snot freezing in your nose. Yeah, there's that. Oh, man. Actually, that sounds delightful. We could not get, you know, do some real business in there for a minute. No, it's... Everything's frozen. It's weird. It feels crunchy. It's not great. Really? It doesn't work? No. No. I was trying to bright side the, no. the you know, let's say as a cleaning situation, we could go on, I could it's, go on the podcast, it's like the your, cleaning podcast. Your nose hairs grow icicles is yep. what it feels like. Oh, okay. Oof. Sounds heavy. <laughs> so Anne has done amazing things. 40 weeks is, I don't, I don't even know who the next close competition is. Maybe 20. I don't know. Oh. She's going to end up wow. doing all of TVTL. <laughs> well, I asked what my next goal should be, Christy. I said, should it be 52 weeks? Should I aim for an entire year of TVTL? I would. Yeah, um, uh, sure. That's what you say. <laughs> <laughs> I think to be able to say that, that's a good bragging rights. Uh-huh. That's how you've cajoled me through this process. <laughs> Well, for real, we should uh, brainstorm on it, and there, this cheese party should be somewhere at some time where uh, as many of us as possible can be there, and as many uh, listeners as possible Absolutely. can be mm, there. Okay. So, I was planning on being there so, once he uh, said cheese. Right. <laughs> yeah. And there will Frozen be cheese, cheese mean, cake as well as cheese. Oh, yeah. All types of Ooh. cheese. Mm-hmm. And cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most now likely. I'm in. <laughs> Knowing this much, right? Uh, congratulations, Anne, for hating yourself that much. Yeah. Thank you for your service. <laughs> for being bored Thank at my job. So <laughs> I mean, in my free time. Right. Definitely right. free time. <laughs> right. Definitely after hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, should we open up the mailbag oh my god we didn't discuss the mailbag beforehand oh no we uh did not (laughs) there's literally 80 emails on here oh no (laughs) i didn't even see that tab oh we're losers that's we we just andrewed this whole show man (sighs) i'm gonna do my taxes see you guys later you do your taxes (laughs) it's three months i'll never read the article Right, Bobby we gotta split talk up our Andrew shirking us. duties. 
let's see. Uh, I see, Anne, you're hovering over an email that's yes. apropos. <laughs> Let's start with an email uh, from that's Ellen. A, that professional. You're hovering over an email. Um, and this is two months worth of emails because we didn't have a proper uh, Final Friday oh, right. show for December. But I'm not trashing all these emails. They're good. Let's start with one from Ellen. Ellen, who hates talking snot, is what it says. Uh, Ellen says, that nose-picking story. No. 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 No, 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 no. No. Let's go back to talking about poop, please. I believe oh, that was the story was where Luke was on the airplane next to the the really like good-looking yeah. hippie who was picking his nose in the open. Yeah. What would you rather hear? I'd much rather hear about boogers than poop. <laughs> Why is this no. an either or? This is not takedown podcast. <laughs> well, because she said let's go back to talking about poop. I guess if you just say, "Oh, uh, you know, I had to go to the bathroom," that's one thing. But if it was the same situation, like the his neighbor in the plane smelled like poop. Oh, do you know what I, I mean? Like if boogers all that, the way, but I don't yeah. choose that. <laughs> I believe it chooses you, and. <laughs> I want to talk about blood instead Ew. of poop or boogers. If we're going for a bodily food. I'm, I'm team poop. Oh. So, Bobby, what's your vote? Are you the tiebreaker here? Can you? Well, I mean, I don't think semen's a tiebreaker. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he just told me. I'm team poop as well. Uh, oh. Speaking of disgusting terrible things i'd like to read an email we're, let's we're gonna skip around right because we don't have the concentration to go in order mm-hmm. absolutely uh, this is from listener sam and it's from december 18th hugging the heck out of my phone did i just hear luke admit to enjoying bravo property below deck on monday's show as a bravo alum and real housewives scholar i can only pray that this eventually leads to the collision of my greatest tv and podcast loves i'm already workshopping recap segment titles so far, I'm going with, quote, a song of Pinot Grigio and vaginal rejuvenation. <laughs> Sam. Parenthetically, Ooh. I know it's wordy, but it makes sense if you know the franchise. I promise. I never heard of Below Deck before they talked about it on TV because I don't have cable, so I can't watch reality TV. Uh, I stumbled into Below Deck because I had an acquaintance who was watching it uh, once uh, a few months ago while I was staying at their house and... Uh, then Sam found it independently, and then I came home one day, and she confessed to watching it as she was flipping channels, and we ended up marathoning it. So it is a reality TV show of the deckhands. It's the crew side and, like, the hostess side of a super luxury yacht that rich, annoying people book for a weekend uh, in, like, tropical waters. And the guests are crazy, and the crew all love and hate and are sleeping with and arguing with one another. And it is absolutely the lowest common denominator of reality television. Um, and it's so ridiculous and the, kind of amazing. The um, Sam was talking about uh, workshopping the recap segment titles, and one of them was Vaginal Rejuvenation. Um, what? 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 Why? 
That happens. That... All, all those uh, housewives get that. Oh, I thought it was, you know, it was because the show is called Below Deck. Oh, good one. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Keeping things tight. They're always doing something down Below there. Deck. Yeah. And they there's always, all yeah, there's always and they all drink Pinot. Contractors coming in and out. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna I need a crane. Just, this is why the men's version of this is flipper flop. <laughs> oh, wow. Um You went you went even further. I nice. have one. Thanks. Okay. Um because this one really puzzles my mind. This is from Justina. Why is it so strange to make an actual appointment to get your hair cut? My son is 19 and he's been making his own haircut appointments since he could drive. It's not an old man thing. What is Luke's hang up here? Agree. There's a lot of haircut angst on TBTL. You know how he, he, uh, Luke likes to be Mr. High Tech, you know, like even this old man, I think I'm 10 years older than Luke. I use an app and... I always am instantly in, you know, right. it just tells you like, it's going to be 26 minutes. Well, then I go run another errand or whatever. Mm. It's just put it on your phone and it, and all the major ones have it. All the major haircut places have it. Right. So He's going to super I don't cuts. get it. It's, it's not yeah, like a they have an app. Place. They'll, they'll, they'll text you when the chair is open. Mm-hmm. I, what I thought was strange was the kind of making fun of Andrew for, Oh, you have an appointment. Look at you. Make an appointment for your haircut. Like, yeah, because last time he did it, he got like the runaround for two days. So, of course, he's going to make an appointment. He learned oh his lesson. That was an hour on TBTL that I'll never get back. <laughs> well, you say run around, but a part of it was him just stomping out. It, right. was, a, it was a run around slash stomp right. out. There's an email from uh, December 13th from Angela. Uh, it's a sport ball email. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's it's really long, but I'm just going to read the first old. couple of sentences. Well, I'm going to read them in context. I can't take it. Usually I'm amused by Luke and Andrew talking ineptly about sports, but this week's no point crossed a line for me. Luke forgetting that the Saints exist. Uh, I just wanted to mention that because so did the refs. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Uh, but I only also mention this because we're we're done with no points for like a while until the guys decide they want to talk about the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that you would be remiss if you didn't read the last line of that. Uh, throw your phone, Bobby. Oh, sure. Uh, thanks for letting me rant and all the rest that you guys, parenthetically, let's be honest, mostly gales do. followed by one of the smiley faces with a larger than natural smile i lose track of what all the different ones are called because you're 80 guess my service has meant nothing to this person um let's do a couple of all the vegetable ones that we missed because we were so enraged by the vegetable discussion some of these were really good uh, Alicia's from... is really funny. We'll read Alicia's. Okay. 
Um, sorry. On January 11th, Alicia says, I was so looking forward to having the guys back with daily episodes, but holy hell with the unending vegetable talk. They make Harlem Pepper look concise. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to vegetables ranked is the new growing grass. Gr- watching grass grow. We need, and we didn't need a new version. Sheesh. Um, we have one from Heather or the U.S. Potato Lobby. <laughs> oh, my God, Luke. No, we don't have to admit that potatoes are garbage food without health benefits. Potatoes are not always French fries or chips. A regular potato with the skin on has plenty of vitamins and fiber. Potatoes aren't health food, but celery is? That makes no sense. Potatoes are a great food that plenty of people include in a healthy, balanced diet i went to the grocery store tonight and i bought more potatoes because i'm on a potato kick because i got so mad about luke's potato shaming well and heather said it's good (laughs) it's so good yeah and she works for the u.s potato lobby so she knows Mm -hmm. what she's talking about Mm -hmm. she has access to all the unbiased facts Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah read that one chrissy <laughs> this was my favorite one. Um, so this is from Catherine on January 10th. Luke said all the science points to it that nobody can reasonably think eating more meat is healthy, except him three weeks ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least Andrew gave him some verbal side eye, which is unusual. It's like he's just he he just like powers out like. For a while, and then he comes back like, "Oh, were were you still talking about this?" Uh huh. But hey, he definitely did say that. But on well, this isn't a recap, but on the yesterday's episode from this week, Luke started inter- interrupting Andrew on something, and Andrew actually said, "Oh, hey, can I just finish my point?" And I was like, "Yes, you go, you tell him, you get to talk." Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That that mm-hmm. one. Time. It was an important moment. <laughs> yeah Luke said no but... right yeah well no there was a sort of a verbal struggle for a minute where Luke tried to keep going and Andrew was like <laughs> no I'm talking now mm-hmm. let's see what else <laughs> did uh, one of you do this one on the 19th from everyone that just me. says <laughs> pecan <laughs> That was me. <laughs> now was that I was a so Star angry. Trek 2 reference? Are you sh- are you sure it doesn't say pecan? Yeah. So it was Luke saying how he made pecan pancakes over or waffles, sorry, over and over again. And I was so angry that I just <laughs> turned off the show and wrote that in because it was like hurting my ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, when you when you type that into um, the throw your phone moment, do you look up and the, do, do you like twirl around <laughs> while you type it in? Because I was shaking my fist in the air. <laughs> okay, at least you had that going. Sure. Um, right after that, we got one on the twenty first from Ann Miner who says, "Stop picking on Donna," and I was like, "Who's Donna?" And then I. Bobby, I think that's when you and I and Hillary went after Donna on the West Wing. Yes. Yes, it was. 
And Sorry, she, Anne. She she finds her legs in the later seasons, but the rest of the show kind of doesn't. So that's not a fair trade. Christy, how far did you guys get in your West Wing watching club? Um, I'm on season two. We need to restart it. We moved twice in the middle of the this happening, so we have to get this back up and going. Yeah. Yeah. It's she good. does she does actually evolve. We we painted her with a pretty broad brush, but it does take like five years for her to do anything particularly interesting. She's not I mean, as bad as that one lady in the first season. Oh, oh yeah, but they, they um, disappeared her, so it was okay. Yeah. That lady that I always think of as the girl from the cutting edge movie. Yeah. Topic. Topic. Exactly. Thank you, Christy. <laughs> Uh, it's Mandy. You're thinking of Mandy. Mandy. Yes. Oh, gosh. She was... And she's not awful as an actress. I like her as Topic, but they just wrote her all wrong, and they had no chemistry. It was awful. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, those first few seasons of West Wing really thrive on you just wanting to pretend that you live in the world where they are all ideal. She just yeah. didn't fit there. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Ann Minor, I want to go all the way back to the first email on this list from Ching Ching. This is me coming back from the West Wing. Yet <laughs> <laughs> uh, no- you didn't check out for Below Deck. It's interesting. Uh, November 28th. Uh, you know, I'm open to new things. Luke on doubling down when he's radically misinterpreting something. I can only hope he was sipping coffee out of a middle-aged momish 10 mug during that segment. <laughs> I mainly mention this as a commercial. Uh, those mugs still available at littleredbandwagon.com. Mm, Get yours. Mm-hmm. I love mine. Mm-hmm. It's one of our larger mugs. And I like that it's tall, large, not wide, large, like a friend's soup bowl mug. Mm-hmm. And so I use it mm-hmm. a lot to make double bag tea. Nice. It's my father-in-law's favorite mug at our house. He uses it every morning <laughs> when he's here. It's a good one, especially the 15-ounce big ones. I think that's the one you have, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went big on that one. I really mm-hmm. I wanted to go all in on the middle-aged Palmish 10 movement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really speaks to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I missed this one before when we were talking about nose picking. I hate to bring it back to that, but uh, I, I want to <laughs> mention Margaret's throw your phone on the 15th of December. She says, I could not, could not, an eternity of the detailed telling of his seatmates nose picking. I had to weigh out the risks, driving on an icy highway and hit the move the fuck forward button on my phone. Die in a fiery crash? Or risk my brain exploding into mush while I try to cope with this horrible and forever taking story? I took the risk and hit the button three times. I wish Andrew would have interrupted with a hot dog story. Thanks, guys. And thank you for your service, McFrizz. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. I mean, the risks we take for this show. Or because of this show. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I like the move the fuck forward button. That's good. <laughs> if you if you reach out in space on, on the right besides whatever device you're on, you can tap it. Just tap it in the air and it's like it moves the fuck forward, which is like two and a half minutes. 
I think it only it, you can activate it when when you just say "gah." <laughs> uh, there are so many more emails, but a lot of them sort of have some of the same messages. Oh, uh, Missy on January seventeenth. Just hugged my phone while catching up on whatever happened to pizza at McDonald's and heard LRB get thanked on a prayer line for contributing to the important cause of investigative journalism. Y'all are just great people. Uh, I think that was you, Bobby. I, that was me. Yeah, I think I gave him <laughs> 10 bucks to say our name <laughs> nice. on a prayer line. Oh, okay. After we got to whatever happened to pizza at McDonald's, then all the words after that, I was like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, so you may remember that years ago we did a podcast sampler episode that I think we should actually do again sometime because it was a we lot should. of fun. And uh-huh. I think it was actually Jeremy who brought whatever happened to pizza at McDonald's, but he and I had both started listening to it. Yep. And it was this guy, Brian Thompson, doing an investigative deep dive on why McDonald's <laughs> stopped serving pizza. It's so bizarre. Still I mean, it's going. totally a Jeremy thing. It's totally yeah. a Jeremy thing. <laughs> That show is still going. They are over 100 episodes. I catch up on it once in a while. There, every episode's like between like five and nine minutes or something. Yeah. So, you know, you can you can binge ten of them very quickly and and uh, get on that investigative trail. Very important. Yeah. Yes. Investigative trail. Yeah. Some of the some of the side tracks he goes down are better than others. I am a fan <laughs> right. of his crust to crust AM offshoot. <laughs> <laughs> and he also has an obsession about his his uh writing he's trying to write a, a sequel to willow willow 2 <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so you know it's it, the title sells it he, he has as a full title for it but i just can't remember what it is i'm actually in the whatever happened willow to pizza mcdonald's two. slack channel that that ten dollar donation got me access to that i should ask him how he's doing oh wow yeah does he plan on having Warwick Davis star in it still? Because he better get a move on. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't read it. I uh, I don't think maybe I don't give enough to get the to get the script. <laughs> <laughs> he should do another another round of funding. Right. Well, shall we finish up with this this one last one here from Tyler? Yes. Which was a very nice one that he sent to us. He says, hugging my phone and my dude, my man, just wanted to check in and let you all know that this is my favorite podcast. Y'all, it's a contraction. Spark tremendous joy. Keep doing what you're doing. I can't wait for Bobby to finally receive a butt fax. Happy birthday, Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite part. Yes. Happy birthday, Hillary. I mean, mm-hmm. when 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 someone when a, per, a person in your life is special like Hillary and a time like her birthday comes around, you really <laughs> need to just stop even if she's not here tonight mm-hmm. cuz she's resting um cuz she had some some sort of birthday related celebration <laughs> last night and this afternoon. We should just always Take advantage of an opportunity to, to celebrate the person who mm-hmm. who's having the birthday. So yes, happy birthday! And, and and was it Tyler? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, and thank you, Tyler. That was very sweet. Wouldn't it be great if she aged a year every time someone said happy birthday to her? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. She'd be breaking maybe, records. Maybe Pizza at McDonald's should write that screenplay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think it's a wonderful sentiment that if you're feeling kind of down and sad about the state of the world, you can just remember that somewhere Hillary is celebrating her birthday. <laughs> she's she's on it. She's celebrating. Yeah, she's got it. I love the way you guys smile when you realize it's Hillary's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I hear she does too. That is an excellent transition to inside jokes, actually. Yep. Uh, this is a good list that I think Anne wrote and none of us did a lot to add to. Jeez. I think she got them. I think she did good. Or we've done a clip show about it. Yeah. Or I think that our inside jokes are just so baked into our conversation that now. We, don't we forget that they're inside. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is the next party and we love you, Jen. Those are OG Christy and Mike things. So. Mm-hmm. Christy, Wait, how let's, did set that... this, let's set this up a little yeah. bit, Bobby, because this was a topic uh, suggested by listener Kristen, which we talked about very briefly, who said that she was a longtime TBTL listener, but a new LRB listener. And she was sad because she realized that she didn't get any of our inside jokes. And so she wanted some explanation for them. And we were like, sure, which inside jokes would those be? So I just took a quick stab at jotting some down. Okay, continue. Yeah, I think, Kristen, you're going to be disappointed when you realize how little substance there is to most of these. (laughs) We're not as Mm -hmm. funny as we think we are. No. Um, One other way, we're like TBTL. Right. I can explain my part. I don't know Mike's, but when we were, when we first started this, we needed a name and we took it to the Stens page to ask what people thought we should name it. And then we narrowed it down to probably like three or five. Mike, do you remember? Uh, I remember it as four, so okay. I'm middling you on um, that. And I liked the next on to the or the next party because um, because you know the TBTL theme is on to the next party, and so we're saying when TBTL ends, we are that next party um, because you know we're the after mm-hmm. the after show or whatever. So that is yeah. where when we definitely got outvoted on any of our choices and um, <laughs> the little red bandwagon um, became, and I think my memory is that Bruce and Lake Stevens came up with that. Um, I Bruce, I love you. And if, if I'm wrong, please correct me. One of my regrets is I think that I, came up with little red bandwagon okay and when when i saw the four choices that people were voting on i was like please don't vote on little red bandwagon because it's it's not as good as these other things and and if i remember right it got it like got double oh yeah any other yeah because you were wrong it's a great name and i and i By the time it got voted as our show name, I already hated it. Yeah. So. I I feel like every now I'm on the podcast record. hates their name at some point, right? Yeah, right. Um, so then I decided I loved that um 
that thing. Well, especially, you know, I have it tattooed on me. So I thought I wanted that to be part of the show. And mm-hmm. so I said, well, that's just going to be my sign off then. Yeah. So that's my part. Okay. Well, uh, we love you, Jen. Um, I just thought that we should have a sign off, whether it was me or anyone else, that just indicated that none of this and none of what has happened with the community would have ever happened without her. True. So uh, I, I thought we shouldn't go an episode without mentioning her. I agree. So that was my hilarious inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna start crying again? Uh, not me. Okay. No, Just not, not right now. Not yet. No. You were getting really sincere, and usually that's yeah. a segue to you crying. Well, we do have one where we Any talk more about nose his picking talk, and and, and, uh, and I will. Be so we might get sentimental about that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, studio names. I don't really remember how that started either um i think oh wasn't it i i did an auto zone right that was up there with like the bud light hot seat right right, well it was just kind of taking off the auto zone studios in austin what they do right yeah no well my mine mine was a takeoff on like sports radio Mm. because They'll name their studio whatever, you know, that that week. Um, you know, like even in news, like the Carter Subaru Studios. Or but what does whatever, your name but... mean now? I think that they want that. Because some of us have mm-hmm. well, regular ones. <laughs> well, let me ask you about yours. Me? Tonight, Christy. Um, you've settled into Nico Wafer's mm-hmm. studios. I think I changed it uh, to that once. <laughs> I think when what, we did the candy the, episode, the, maybe oh, you changed maybe. it and it yep. stuck. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the uh, situation with the the candy hearts? Is this the you oh. said the last year they'll be selling them and then and then what's what are you doing to Mike? How long do make you sure have? that you're how properly you barricaded? <laughs> because this could be its own show. Um, Neko, it's hard to find theirs, and they changed the recipe a couple years ago, and so they're not actually good. They're not as good as they <laughs> used to be. <laughs> because <not> as, they <laughs> don't taste like chocolate. <laughs> they yeah, put more flavor into them. As these, these are these Necco <laughs> are terrible. So I have to hunt for the right ones. I'm sending, the, I'm sending these Necco wafers back because... <laughs> So where I have to find them is at 7-Eleven or Fred Meyer. Oh, now I am crying, Bobby. Now I am crying. And they're usually two for a dollar, the bags. And if I see the right ones, I'll buy one bag and try it. And if it's there, I'll go back and Uh buy them out. Uh Buy the whole thing. But if it's the wrong ones, you take them back. (laughs) No, I... And get store credit or what happens there. I I just eat the fifty cents. Like uh, I'm just like, but, wait, do, do, because it tastes better than a necro wafer. <laughs> but I can tell by the yellow. If the yellow, at least you'll get it back in the end. If the yellow tastes uh. like banana, then I'm out. That's not the correct one. And so I just have to try yeah, one of yeah. those, and then I I know. 
Uh, Christy, oh when I God. sent you some NECA wafers a while back, mm-hmm. I bought more than would fit in that little box. And so I'm currently holding, because they've been in my desk here ever since, mm-hmm. two more sleeves. So the desk is is properly evened out, you know? <laughs> yeah, shimmed up on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just thought of them actually earlier tonight because I had dinner with my my wonderful music director, my my artistic colleague here in Boston. We we have dinner usually on Wednesday nights when I'm in town, and we get Thai food. And he's been saying he's been suffering from heartburn lately. And I thought about <laughs> handing him an antacid, and then I remembered that they were Necco wafers. <laughs> They're really good. So I've gotten a case. Uh, I've gotten some from Bobby. Um, Anne sent me a case. And or you brought it. I don't remember what it was. I did. I brought it. You brought it hand delivered. Even better. And then Meredith, as my secret Santa, gave me some. And I'll tell you that they mysteriously disappear. Someone in this house loves to make fun of me for eating Necco wafers, but also mm. secretly eats them at night. God, Ellie is such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> she won't touch yep. them. <laughs> She's like, these are disgusting. <laughs> More for me. So that was a long answer to, so I love Necco Wafers, listen to our candy episode. Actually, there's two episodes, right? Yes, we did a candy clip show, and then we did the show where we fought about candy. Yeah, (laughs) so everyone should listen to that, and that's how I got my name. Mm -hmm. Fighting about candy was my life from age five to (laughs) To 28. (laughs) (laughs) Um, as far as studio names go, <clears throat> the one that I was thinking of when I wrote this down was Meredith's current studio name, the Hodges Sbarro Studio. Mm. Of course, she's not here to explain it, but she wasn't actually the one who created it, other than that she was going to Glassman Subaru, and then she switched to Hodges Subaru. And I think it wasn't even on the show. I think it was before... We started recording. It was Meredith, it was me, and it was you, Mike. And you just said something like Hodges Subaru. And then when you mm-hmm. introduced <laughs> her, you said Subaru, and it stuck. <laughs> and that's why that it's well, Hodges Subaru. And that's why you talk about like her her Subaru coupons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, like, Subaru, like the, the, the pizza place? Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the airport pizza. <laughs> Slash pasta. That makes it even better. Yeah. Well, the the origin um, I looked up because she had moved up there, and I looked up the Subaru uh, place nearest to her because I think she was going there for service or something. And then I made that Glassman Subaru her place. But then it turned out, even though that was physically closer to her, she went to Hodges. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so then, because she took the time to correct me. I decided that I was going to make it something ridiculous in the end, which ended up being uh, Hodges Sbarro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now she has connections in the airport pizza business that, you know, we can all get a slice on our way. Right. To and from. That cheese that's been under the heat lamp for six hours. Mm. <laughs> sure. Um, and my studio name is really straightforward. It's been Stick of Butter from pretty much day one. Because I have a friend who she and I joked that we were going to open a bakery called the Stick of Butter Bakery, and we were going to write a cookbook called the Stick of Butter Cookbook. So that's a great name. Yeah, 
if, it, mm-hmm. if everything in it has a stick of butter, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I just <laughs> right. put that in my studio name, and it and it was a winner. That's like a mission statement, you know. <laughs> our promise to our customers: <laughs> minimum one. You're not stick getting of out of here with a right. You, if, even if you buy one pecan sandy, <laughs> it's going to have a stick of butter. In it. It's the only cookbook found on coffee tables in cardiology offices across America. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. It pretty much says come back and see us. <laughs> please, please rip out the recipes. Uh, my studio names are pretty straightforward. It's more that I bounce around a lot because I'm recording yeah, from do. different places. So like tonight I'm at work because I'm in Boston mm-hmm. this week and we're recording midweek, which we don't do all the time. So that's day job studios. Tonight, they are upgraded. We didn't even get into this before we started, really. I'm using a different setup tonight because uh, last week when I recorded from New York from my hotel room at the Westin in Midtown, I forgot my headphones and I had to run to Dwayne Reed and buy a shitty pair of earbuds before we started. This week, I remembered my headphones and forgot my microphone. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. How much should Dwayne Reed for one of them? Uh, not Dwayne Reed. I went to Best Buy. And the only option they had for a for a USB mic that wasn't super shitty was super nice. Ooh. And so I spent way too much, too huh. many jams. How many jams on a uh, yeah. on a on one of those blue fancy ass desk mics? Nice. And I opened the box very carefully because I do believe tomorrow I'll be returning this very fancy <laughs> blue desk oh. mic. <laughs> You know, I do love you so much for that, Bobby. But I, I think in these kind of situations, you know, this is what jam money's for. I think anyone would agree. You know, if you don't feel comfortable returning it, and if you like it and want to, you know, like have a travel mic or something, this is well. I mean, this is what this the, the thing is. For, this right? is. Am I right? I appreciate you, and I appreciate that. But this <laughs> microphone is actually bigger than than our usual microphones. Yeah. It's huge. Than the other ones you've traveled with, you know? <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't like putting the microphone on a stand on the table because it throws me off. I've got to have the laptop to one side and my notebook to the other now. And it's a whole production. I like the boom arm. I like our shitty $12 boom arms with the springy things on them because I like keeping the microphone up off mm-hmm. the table. And I could. this is too heavy for one of those. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing with Gene. Okay. Right. Chunk, chunk. I'm back after microphone talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, and at home, uh, oh, Garden God. View Studios, because at the new house, my uh, my studio slash office slash place where I hide from Sam and the cat is literally um, mostly all the way down in the basement with windows at the top. And it looks over a garden. So it is doubly a garden view. That's all. Nice. All right. Uh, well, the Deer Blind Studios in the mountain room at the ranch in Manchac, Texas. Um now, uh, about a year and a half ago, we moved into a home in a town called Manshack, which is just south of Austin. In fact, it's almost inserted into the south of Austin. It's so close. Mm-hmm. Or Manchego, um, as Christy likes to say. <laughs> it's delicious. Cheese. I'll turn anything into cheese. It's spelled M-A-N-C-H-A-C-A, but pronounced Manshack. So, um, the deer blind studios means that I can open, uh, the large window in this, uh, former bedroom and 
look outside and see deer all day long going back and forth. Mostly, mostly ladies and their kids. And uh, I don't think I've ever seen a buck out front here. So that means I've never been able to do any shooting. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, mountain room. Um, one of the main drawbacks of buying this house was the one of the walls in this bedroom has a mural, uh, which is uh, some mountains. And they're very, like, crudely um, crudely drawn in their blue, shades of blue, and maybe some green. I don't know. I've kind of blocked it out. But Emily immediately knew that this would just be her yarn storage room. And that's what makes it an ideal um, studio because I'm surrounded by all of her yarn, which really serves to, to uh, buffer sound and cover up that insanely terrible mural. So there you are, Deer Blind Studios in the mountain room at the ranch in Manchac, Texas. And by ranch, it's 1.75 acres, and we have no outside animals. And you guys have no idea how long it's taken us to be able to say it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's only now is it starting to feel kind of um, like it flows naturally. And we write it on the run sheet every time. There was that one time that Bobby didn't write it on the run sheet, and you were like, <laughs> "Do you do y'all think it was a little bit of a a challenge, a little bit of an fu to the to the crew when I came up with that one? Because that was all me. No, I was <laughs> delighted. Okay. And then Hillary's is self-explanatory, of course, right? So yeah. She's a middle-aged momish. I don't know. Is is forty mm. middle-aged these days? Happy birthday! <laughs> I'm going to live to a hundred, so I'm not middle-aged yet. No, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think wasn't that the point? Is middle-aged momish like all of it is ish, right? Because he had uh-huh. no idea what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Middle-aged momish type person. Also the same. <laughs> person that spent two hours trying to make a cowboy out of emojis but we don't need to get into that (laughs) jeremy can beat that time easy oh i'm sure oh yeah uh mike can you tell us about our resident housekeeper (laughs) uh well and please everyone correct me if i'm wrong but um hasn't luke Almost since uh, the beginning of the post-Cairo days, been in his room way too late when he's supposed to have checked out, and it, it seemed like there were there was a time when like three or four times a month we would hear a, a knock at the door, and then yep, and you know mm-hmm. housekeeping and Luke, you know. God knows what he was wearing. At least <laughs> pleads with them to. I hope at least one minutes. of those V-neck things that. Uh, oh God, yeah, and and so um, because we're a podcast, we have to do some housekeeping, and I think one day I just did a little knock and uh, and did the very racist uh, Hispanic uh, housekeeping mm-hmm. voice because and only because I can't do the ukrainian one so all the maids in portland 
you know, um, I'm coming after you next as soon as I can master that, you know, and then you can get your pitchforks and mm -hmm. get after me. Uh, and then you added the mahalo occasionally after that time that Luke went to Hawaii and he was um, somewhat the racist hostess. towards the hostess. <laughs> yeah. You decided yes. to just throw that in. Yes. I did. I did. And uh, the fact that I got no feedback just means that people unsubscribed <laughs> is, is all I'm going to say about that decision. I don't know. It makes me laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> because you have a dark heart. And I Emily, do. Emily tells me that all the time. Yeah. You have a very dark heart. I think you're up for the next one too, Mike. Yeah, Mike, the next one's also all you. You're the expert. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Tom Sawyering. Um, well, when when this uh, thing started, it was uh, uh, Christy and me and Jeremy. And um, this stuff is a lot of work. And I don't, I don't like, I don't really like work. Uh, and Christy already had a job. And um, another podcast. I think I even had a job at the time, too. <clears throat> Yeah, we had a podcast, we had all this stuff going on. So um, as soon as we started, I quickly started looking around for, you know, people to lay stuff off to. You know, Bobby being obviously one of the first, but uh, I think from the beginning, I mean, I've had uh, people like uh, whitewashing the fence. It's not painting, I think, in the book. I think it's no, whitewashing. It's, it's, it's whitewash. And, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, and, and without all these people that I have, quote, unquote, Tom Sawyer into this project, it wouldn't be here today because um, I can't fucking do all this stuff. And and I and Christy ain't got no time for that. So. <laughs> uh, Doesn't Tom Sawyer also go to his own funeral in that book? Yes. I think you're right. Yes. Yep. Everybody thinks he's dead. And so they have his funeral and he's not dead because, mm. of course, he's not any like sneaks in and listens to whatever they're saying about him. Yeah. Oh man. That would be an interesting show. Yes. Do you want to have a funeral for each one? It'd be like a roast, but weirder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 I don't, the idea of a roast, a post, uh, you know, you, you roast someone at their, at their funeral and then next week they're back. I, I just, you know, <laughs> Oh, well that thing, about the thing that I said. <laughs> no, man, I didn't mean that shit. There's a cottage industry here. We could call them roast mortems. <laughs> oh, Ooh. my God. That's so wow. good, Bobby. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, behemoth and Leviathan are words that Luke and or Andrew believe are real. I think both of these are Andrew, right? <laughs> Luke's most yeah, but Luke doesn't correct him, right. so there, there's a chance that mm -hmm. yeah. at, at least Luke you know. at this point knows that he's saying Volkswagen wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, if we hear Luke say behemoth or or Leviathan, then we'll know the truth, mm -hmm. right? That he's being a good person yeah. and just letting it go. Or no, I wouldn't even say good person. I mean, you could also say you owe it to the person to say something if it's your good friend and they have a consistent problem with the word and they're saying it in public i don't know what's the ruling and their on job that? is you know? to is to pay to talk, to talk. 
<laughs> I mean, my thought is that if you understand what they're trying to say, maybe you should let yeah. it go. But this is very public. So maybe it's kinder to yeah. let him know. It's also very funny. Yeah. It's also very funny. <laughs> Bohemoth and Leviathan well, are just the more cumbersome versions of those words, which is appropriate. True. It It's a good reason to listen to After These Messages because Vives does not let him get away with that stuff. When he said disheveled, uh, someone looked disheveled. That was the best two two minutes. It wasn't even two minutes. <laughs> it might have been just a minute and a half uh, uh, in podcast history is Andrew getting pants for saying someone looked disheveled. Uh, you put yambags next on the list. I'm sure that we don't need to tell people what yambags means. I don't know. It's a thing that we say all the time. Well, we try not it's to. It's Mike's balls. People not picking it up in context. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh where did it where how did it take this meaning on for our group? I guess that's the question. Oh, well, it's just what I've called my yam bag for a very long time is is uh, my yam And bag. you actually so said it on TVTL. Do you remember? I did? Yeah, you talked about stuffing the cereal down your pants oh oh it was like it got yam bag adjacent something like that (laughs) all right that's good i'm glad i got that out there that's like a that's like a howard stern thing you know get on somehow get on tvtl and say yam bag (laughs) this is a challenge to you dear listeners uh, it's worth noting that a long time ago, I photoshopped a very quick, stupid graphic of for our group chat, uh, a sign that says this chat has chatted zero days without a yambag reference. And every time it comes up, I reset the counter to zero and post it in the chat again. I've gotten more use out of that shitty 30 second thing <laughs> I made than maybe anything else ever in our oh, conversations. Yeah. Maybe show pick. And it is not. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that would be a good Maybe yeah. it is. It is not a, always me. That, yeah, anyone that, that talks uses about the balls. term. Let's make that clear. Yeah, and and I would say actually, Amy at this point is a more frequent uh, violator of. Yeah, the, but she's a nurse. She gets to talk about body parts. Yeah, she. she right. gets, yeah, she's coming home with stories every night about. <laughs> no, I, God, I hope not. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, she had to pass a yambag practical to graduate. <laughs> oh, man. That's a long 14 weeks. <laughs> uh, Bobby is old uh, because I am. I am, thir- I am 33 years and a couple of weeks old going on 70. I like black coffee. I do crossword puzzles. I watch NCIS. Read the newspaper. Yes. Well, usually work to, for a symphony. To the crossword puzzles. I work in classical music. You have a paper calendar. I have multiple <laughs> paper calendars. I keep track of my life in a paper planner, but I have multiple other paper calendars around me usually. Um, you kind of you do like, a lot of direct mail. Oh, yep. You love the mail. You love the postal service. I think you, that's one of the reasons I love Jen Andrews so early on too. I, I appreciate the. 
the effort of trying to save the post office one letter at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, did you already say Murder, She Wrote? No, oh, but yeah, I mean, Murder, She Wrote. I was oh. worried about I was worried about Meredith uh, snowed in, stuck in Portland, Maine, outside of Portland, <laughs> she might Maine, get for a couple murdered. of days. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, on Murder She Wrote by season three, it's always the out of towner passing through who's either murdered or caught up in a murder because mm-hmm. they've run out of people who actually mm-hmm. live there. <laughs> there are no more disposable. And that nephew's never any help. People. Yeah, Grady, Grady Fletcher, the namesake of one of my <laughs> fantasy football teams through the years. He's never any help. That no, guy. He's a dope. He's he's like the fifteenth Trump Trump brother. (laughs) Bobby's TV um, viewing is definitely what your crazy aunt with fifty cats has. He just decided to start watching Parks and Rec and is like, "You guys, this is actually a pretty good show." (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's been off the air for how many years now? (laughs) But it wasn't on CBS, uh, Christy, and that's a. That's Elderly America's Most Watched Network. I do have some lines that I don't cross. I'm not into any of the other um, alphabet shows. Uh, I'm not into the uh, CSIs or any of that. You're not? Uh, I I thought you liked all the letter shows. No. No, no, no. Just just NCIS? And just really the OG NCISs. The other ones are too unrealistic for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and Law and Order. These NECA wafers uh, are fucking terrible. To be fair, to be fair, the original Law and Order, of course, I liked, but that's because it was good forever ago. I mean, you've got great, you know, great actors in those early years. Jerry I don't do Orbach, any of the S- man. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, well, we were talking about musicals just recently. I, I think I mentioned, you know, we used uh, uh, a song from. The Fantastics as a piano interlude at our wedding, and I can always just imagine him singing in The Fantastics. Um, yeah, I, I Law and Order is fine, but I don't do the SVU. That's all Meredith. I can't handle all the rape and uh, sexual mm-hmm. assault stuff. I mm-hmm. see. It's too dark for me. Um, as a slight detour, speaking of things that are dark, I started trying to watch American Crime Story, the... Um, assassination of Versace one mm. the first season was the OJ stuff and then this next season is the Versace one and I'm on the third episode and I don't know if I can keep going because it's weird and it creeps me out and he's just I did not know that Andrew Cunanan murdered three other people before he murdered uh, Gianni oh, Versace welcome to Friday Roundup show, everybody. <laughs> and they're just getting into an episode where he's going to murder one of the previous guys. And it's played by Mike Farrell, who was BJ Honeycutt on MASH. And I'm like, no, no, I love him. <laughs> I can't have him in this show. And there's weird sex stuff. And I'm freaked out. Am I old, there's too? There's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, it won a bunch of Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. I know it's supposed to be really good. It is good. It's just, it's too scary for me. No, you're not old. I don't like horror movies. I don't pay to be sad and scared. Oh, that's a good thought. So you're fine. 
I have a similar, when you see an actor that you know so well in one role from something else, this just happened the other day, another absolutely terrible law procedural show that we watch in the house as background noise is a British show that's been on forever called Midsummer Murders, which is basically Murder, She Wrote I'm familiar. in Europe, mm-hmm. in, in rural British England. Yeah. I don't watch that one. There's a There's a high concentration of like, Weird, petty, inbred, upstairs, downstairs, family, drama, incest. There's a lot of weird recurring themes because they're all British. And they're all mm-hmm. in these small towns, so everybody's related. Uh, but there was just an episode about a choir and a choir competition. And the conductor who conducts the choir that can never win. And, of course, the chief inspector's wife is in the chorus because this happens in every episode that they are personally intertwined somehow. Right. Uh, The Mm -hmm. conductor is Peter Capaldi. Oh. And it's from well before he was the doctor. And he is the worst conductor I think I've ever seen on TV. (laughs) Well, yeah, that does sort of wreck the illusion for you. He's just sort of swinging his hands in unison up and down with the beat Mm. (laughs) the whole time. Well, it's like when Emily sees someone knitting or crocheting mm-hmm. in a movie or on TV, and they're never, ever doing anything even approaching what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And, and it's, my pet peeve is is uh, coffee cups and grocery bags in movies. Yes. Because the lightest no, thing in ever. In suitcases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing in there. You just got your coffee. So the, the barista just handed you your coffee. Now you're gesturing wildly uh-huh. with it. Yep. Yeah, if they're like me, they would immediately spill coffee on their favorite hoodie three times a week. Right. Or all over your hand, right? or it's yeah. like sitting in the lip of the cup. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just need an unscripted fuck. It should actually be hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like, ah, oh, God. Yeah, where's... Can I get a napkin? Where's all these uh, method actors? Come on. Yeah. All they gotta do is half yeah, fill Daniel it with Day cold Lewis. Water. Hand him some hot, some hot water. Yeah, I need no, to just, see yeah. how Christian even... Bale handles a cup of of coffee in a movie. <laughs> Not even hot water, yeah. and it doesn't have to be full. If it was just half full of tap water, at least Something. there would be some weight to it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm glad I'm not the only person who notices this <laughs> bullshit. It's terrible. And then the grocery bags. Yeah. And just come on now. Come on now. There's never anything in there. Except a ever. loaf unless, of fresh unless, bread. Unless it's, right. <laughs> well, unless it's for comic effect. You know, you, you, you either have groceries that are not part of the deal, not part of the, you know, the material, or you have groceries that are and they're, they're impossibly heavy and they're going to fall out and, you know, you're going to fall. You know, if you notice the groceries mm-hmm. other than them being weightless, they're going to be a part of the comedy. But other than that, it's like prop people just are like, oh, no, it, it, it's not part of the scene. Just let it be. It's nothing. I think they make the, the empty cups even weigh less when they know they're props. <laughs> I think the, so it's like having a wedding ring on or something. The other thing that really bugs me is that everybody wears shoes at home all the time. Now, I know some people do mm-hmm. wear shoes. But a lot of people don't wear shoes. And I noticed this back in my general hospital watching days when, you know, some revelation, dun, dun, dun. And they'd like run right out the door and they didn't stop to 
pick up their car keys or put their <laughs> right. shoes on or grab a coat or anything. Nobody ever puts on or takes off their shoes on soap operas. They did, mm-hmm. not open the door, stop, realize that they should probably pee first. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It. Kudos to the first soap opera that, where the guy stops right before he's about to rush out the door and goes, oh, man, if I don't pee. Because he realized the emergency is like you know, at least 34 minutes yeah. away and he's not going to make it. And, and I'm with you. I swear, I wondered why we were the only family on earth that didn't buy a an unsleeved fresh loaf of French bread. Exactly. In our paper right. bag and like a head of celery with just the top sticking out. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. That, you're, I'm getting angry thinking about this. How do they live off of one paper bag of groceries? Right. I don't know. Uh, well, once a week they went and got a comically large amount of groceries <laughs> pr- improperly packed. It turned into a whole thing. Eggs are on the bottom. I put oh, eggs no. on the bottom. I firmly believe that eggs should go on the bottom. Oh god, wow. here we go. Well, I mean, I guess structurally, Christy, pop some popcorn. Let's let's yeah. uh, let's, <laughs> no, let's. I agree with her. Let's watch this. Because they're in what? a cardboard or styrofoam container. Yeah. Nothing is going to squish them. I mean, you I don't mean, then put like a oh. jug of orange juice on top exactly. of it. Exactly. You don't put heavy things no. on top you of it. You light put light stuff on top of it. You put your clamshell of strawberries or blueberries. Mm-hmm. Maybe you put some frozen meals. You stack up things that I are flat that aren't going to squish things. <laughs> I think it's dumb to have the eggs on the top yeah. because that's the Egg, part of no, this. No, eggs on the side. Eggs on the side. Eggs on the side. Oh, Mike, you don't know what you're talking about. Just like about. my favorite breakfast. Eggs on the side. <laughs> no, eggs on the top. Eggs on the top means that if the bag tips over in the car, the eggs Flies are going to tumble out. Mm-hmm. If the eggs are in the bottom of the bag and the bag tips over, I didn't then say, it'll just go I'm not arguing degrees. top. It's fine. I'm arguing side. No. <laughs> what does that even mean? But where do you put the jelly on the plate to tell them that you want the eggs on the side? Uh, I want to know that as I get eggs, I'll eat them. Anne said clamshell, and I'm wondering if that's supposed to be on Mike's list. Bobby. Uh, This is an inside joke probably worth mentioning. There's a very long list of words that have been ruled out as inappropriate. Because Mike has a dirty mind. We've been over this time and time again. Just because you snicker like a 10-year-old doesn't mean everybody else there are perfectly legitimate uses for the word taint in this society. And facial. Yeah. Stop laughing, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Facial. Do yeah, it. That's another one. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you, we have to retire these words. No. I mean, not from porn, obviously. But... Obviously. Yeah, you can still get... Take well, out containers stop and porn that. because it's okay to get a clamshell. And- <laughs> Listen, if you want to keep retire the word reach around from conversation, go ahead. There's no other meaning mm-hmm. for it. No, I use that too much. I can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't quit that one. Can we get back to the approved list mm-hmm. of inside jokes? Well, yes. Meredith is not here to explain Tiny Fence concerts. <laughs> And, and that one's good because it's like a multi-step joke. That's true. Um, but I can try for the time that Meredith was in Colorado where uh, marijuana is a legal substance 
Wait, Angie. it was Seattle. It started in Seattle. Was it in Seattle? Oh, yeah. that's right. It did start in Seattle. And she had a, a has a cousin who mm-hmm. works as a at... weed distributor? Yeah. Or yeah. something? It's and the fanciest had... name for drug dealer I've ever heard. <laughs> right? <laughs> and she had mm, sampled the merchandise and <laughs> was outside waiting for a table at a restaurant and felt like there was a very, very small fence enclosing her feet. A tiny fence. She was, if you will. She was a little too high. A little bit. Yeah. Little and I think high. there was a fire station across the street, and she mm-hmm. was super paranoid that they were going to know that she was high, and so everything hinged on her not disrupting yeah. this tiny fence. Yep. Right. And then, of course, uh, the... Then she went to Colorado. Right. Then she went right. to Colorado, and she... It's all coming together. And she was going to see a concert, and so we called it a tiny fence concert. Modeled after the NPR she, tiny desk concert where she Addie went to a works. pot cooking class before the concert. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. Okay. So we do occasionally still refer to uh, tiny fence concerts, and that is code for being high. If we yep. haven't explained that enough. That was good. No, we good got job. there, I think. Mm-hmm. She'll correct us if we got yep. anything wrong. Yeah. Or she'll just now get the really, next, really high. <laughs> the next one uh, predates this show, and we still refer to it sometimes, so I thought we should define it for people. Oh, sure. Well, uh, the the concept comes from Takedown Podcast, and that is a restaurant that serves nothing but uh, things that are b- slightly burned to fully burned, and it was called Burndies. And, um, Bobby, did it come from a Mike has ideas? Do you God, think? I don't Do you remember? remember. I think so. Or... I think this was yeah. some sort of, some sort of growth project. It it started as something like that. And then it, it, the concept grew as the jokes grew. And I know that everybody had a bite at that apple, including Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so the the restaurant concept Burndies and I think they we put it up for like a vote on the name and the name was really controversial and it ended up being what I wanted it to be which is um I mean Burndies was always the name but the spelling it it got weird and it, it ended up being B U R B U R N E D Y apostrophe S Burndies cuz I wanted the entire word burned in there so i got that i got that passed right. um, so that was fantastic but anyway um it's it's just a um it's a site on facebook where we just riff on this restaurant and it's uh it's a lot of fun um I'm, bobby you've been more involved with it than i have and i know ann enjoys it so um well it's it's become a place a where pictures of burned food end up or explosions at drive through restaurants or bikini barista stands or um, <laughs> anything else where a lot of fire comes in contact with something that was supposed to be edible. It ends up on the menu at Burndies. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked up the logo art for it on a whim one day, and that's lasted for a while. In fact, we should just add some Burndies merch to the LRB store. I, I think we could get away with that. <laughs> Um, I, I made the original slogan, when you're here, you're flammable, which stuck. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. yep. Oh, 
That makes me it's the best happy. Part. And, uh, you know, it, it'll, it'll go underground for a few months while we're rebuilding and working on the insurance claims. And then it bounces back. <laughs> then we're back. Yeah. It's just a, just a fun little escape from the world over at Burndy's. No, the the Burndy's thing, it's kind of as close as you or I will ever be to being Jeremy on Facebook. <laughs> in, in Just kind of lurking, you know. Yeah. In some weird place, right. <laughs> as he as he do. Yeah, there's no commitment level. Seriously, who lurks more in weird places on the internet than Jeremy? Who do we know Nobody. that lurks in more weird places? No one. Legal. Bobby's Jeremy. a close second. Let me, let me point out all the places that Jeremy lurks are legal. They're just a little right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Filter. No, I, no, no shade. Yeah, it's interesting, and. It's all interesting, yeah. but but it it's. Uh, Didn't he join like a flat Earth yeah. society page? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, and then what was it? Uh, ranchers have rights. Remember that one when that was going down? Oh, yeah. and then he Bunny became yeah. a ranch people. Yeah, and then he talked them into making him an admin, and then he just like <laughs> deleted the group. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, no one likes to invite death more than Jeremy. But he he follows some online. pretty crazy pages, mm-hmm. and I've yes, I've joined them, and then I I have to be out after one day. <laughs> right, like, this is this is too nuts. What was the what was the lineage group? I have a fake Facebook account that's still a member. Oh, of... oh that's uh, Phyllis Boone, right? Uh, Daniel Boone. Phyllis is distantly related to Daniel Boone. That was me. Yeah, it's too bad that she's. Are we allowed to reveal that on this show? <laughs> I think well, so. We're just getting a, a lot, lot of, of people... messages okay. from that woman who wants to know exactly how many cousins <laughs> removed we are. Oh yeah, who's who is this Phyllis? Yeah, and what's her claim again? Um, I mean, there's a lot of members on the page. There's a lot of people who claim Daniel Boone as an ancestor, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people who will challenge your claim and take it very seriously. <laughs> I just got off Daniel Boom's mom last night. Michael. All right, it's getting late. Uh, entitled etiquette. I think Mike came up with that, right? Mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mine. And it, but someone else can explain I think it's it. pretty straightforward, actually. Mm. <laughs> well, it's a, a spoof off of what? Yeah, what was the show about manners? Um... And they they did commercials for it all the time. Yeah. Uh, By those awesome post. Yes, yes, the post awesome siblings. Yes. Right. Yep. Okay. Right. Our joke lasted longer than the show. <laughs> it's <Right>. true. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like porn. You know it when you see it. Right. It almost always mm-hmm. applies to Luke and his entitled etiquette. Yes. Occasionally, Andrew will stomp out of some establishment and, you know, he'll have a little taste of it. But mm-hmm. I believe you meant that it's like a Richard Serra sculpture, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> You'll know it when you see it. Even though no one wants to talk about it from the Paul Allen administration. <laughs> And that's it. We had question marks after that. Did we miss any? 
I don't think so. I don't know. I was just leaving room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think if you have one specific, if people have one that they specifically want to know, you can write to us or send us a throw your phone, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you yeah. want to know. Thank you for the question, though. That that was great. Yeah. Yeah. See, one listener can make a difference. We get a whole segment out of that. <laughs> Thank you, Kristen. Okay. Everyone ready? Okay. Hello. I'm skipping. Hello. Five more minutes. Yeah. I have a late checkout. You want hand job? No. You want hand job? Late checkout. No. <laughs> Quick hand job? Oh, God. Naked. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, God. You, you can buy stuff from us. As Bobby mentioned, we have merch at 10710.com forward slash shop. Archive project. I'm, I'm in. Try to beat Ann. I'm in. Oh, yes. If anyone else gets to 40 weeks, all of us will come to their town. I promise this without ever consulting any of <laughs> the people it this really is how you just, got in this mess the first time it really just means you and emily have enough freaking flyer miles to get us all there <laughs> well we can get there <laughs> your your airfare is up to you all right uh buy stuff uh through the amazon link little red bandwagon.com forward slash amazon uh earbuds and earworms this week literary songs songs with some sort of um bookish uh you mm-hmm. that's it and if you would like to get involved with the show as Kristen did by submitting that great topic you can go to littleredbandwagon.com you can check in at throwyourphone.com they are coming fast and furious and they are so fucking fantastic you guys <laughs> mm-hmm. you can come and check out our Facebook page the show Twitter is at LRB podcast you could send us longer emails at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com voicemail or text at 802-432-TBTL that's 802-432-8285 and fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513 make Tyler's dream come true And with that, (laughs) Christy, why don't you get us out of here? Until next time, this is the next party. We love you, Jim. Does that mean I'm going to nail it? Uh Uh-huh. Nailed it. I mean, I'm single. I feel like your nailed it came too quickly. I'm single and I live alone. I'm not nailing anything tonight. Please say you got well, that in the clear. Pregnant, so. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell my Waffle House story. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Next time. Easter egg? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, next time it will be late. It will be too late. Well, well you well, don't know that. It. Give it. <laughs> Bring it. Put I the mean... eggs on the side. Just tell it now. <laughs> okay. So, the worst part about 
this cruise that I'm going on is that it's leaving from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and near there are very many Waffle Houses, so I was very excited because I arrive at 6 a.m., and I don't think we can board until 3 p.m., so I said, let's go to Waffle House. I text the person who's putting this all together, and she said, nope, we go to IHOP because you can get all-you-can-eat pancakes for $5. And they're the best pancakes when you get them for $5. How many pancakes can you actually eat? Yeah. They give you five to start out with. That's enough. That's my problem with pancakes. I want one. Right. Yep. I I want just like two bites of one. I want one and some other stuff. Yeah. I want exactly enough pancake to sop up the egg yolk from my eggs. That's it. So I don't get to go to Waffle House. I want a lot of pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) We're about to go on a cruise where everything is all you can eat. Hmm. Let's save that for later. All you can eat is not a selling point. No. Once you pass a certain age. I mean, I guess some people, metabolism is different, but I just, I I can't. Well, Mike, all you can eat cheese. No, thank you. No. No, it's about... No. Variety and quality. That's yeah. why I want to go to like a Vegas buffet. Yeah, it's not like mm-hmm. all you can eat uh, American cheese slices. I'm saying all you can eat cheese. Like there's a variety. <laughs> Is this still an Easter egg? Can I still put all of this at the end of the episode? Yeah. Sure. Great. 